CJ, your prompt is trams. Yes. Here we go. Three, two, one. Listen, I'm always impressed by like Europe's transportation systems. Pretty much in any country, like puts ours to shame, no matter where you are. But my God, Zurich, Switzerland, the best public transportation I think I've come across yet. Trams are so nice. It's like an honor system. No one checks for tickets or anything, too. Whoa. Hey, hold on one second. Hey, welcome to the Over Talking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. I am sick. Oh, but you're also back. Welcome back. I'm back. Yeah. You were in Zurich and other places. I was in Krakow, Poland, and then Budapest, Hungary, and then Zurich, Switzerland. Nice. And this was your honeymoon, technically, right? Technically. So, yes, this was... Here's the thing. (laughs) Emily and I take a yearly trip regardless. Right. On this trip, that is technically our honeymoon because it's the trip that came after our wedding. Both of us, while we were walking around on this trip, were like, yeah, I'm pretty sure our honeymoon was in February after we got engaged because we went to Hawaii. Like that feels like... That's, yeah, that's, that's the honeymoon. That was like our engagement honeymoon. <laughs> a month after we got engaged, we went to Hawaii. That feels like a honeymoon. This mm-hmm. was like, we would have done this anyways. Yeah. But it was a blast. Yeah, that makes sense. Lots of good nice. food. Zurich is, we kind of, kind of went uh, opposite where Zurich is super expensive. Even, <laughs> funny story, even going through uh, TSA... I got like, I had to do the hand swab thing or their version of TSA, whatever it is, um, in Zurich, uh, our flight home. And as the, we were waiting for my results, the guy was just kind of making chit chat with me. He was like, Oh, have you ever, you know, first time in Switzerland? I was like, yeah, I think he said something else, but then he kind of, he lowered his voice and was like expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Like even he recognizes like it's very expensive there. I was like, yeah, but it was worth it. I had a good time. Like, yeah. So, like, even they know. I thought when he lowered his voice, he was going to ask, so when was the last time you fired a firearm? <laughs> I thought, Just trying to catch you. A woman behind us <laughs> did have, like, a knife in her backpack that got pulled aside. Oh, my God. <laughs> was like, what the hell? Yeah, you can't car- bring that on your carry-on. How do people still Jesus not like Christ. But the way the U.S. dollar works in Poland, you are, like, royalty. The dollar goes a very long way. Mm, okay. So it was kind of like Krakow was... We felt like royalty and we're like treating ourselves to stuff. Budapest was like a tiny bit cheaper than maybe stuff here. And then Zurich was like very expensive. Like double expensive than here or like how expensive? Uh, one time we we went and got lunch and it I think we each ordered like a sandwich and a drink and it was like $40. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, that, that's a lot, but it's it, not crazy. It, but yeah, that is a lot. It wasn't a sit-down place. Like, there's not like you go to oh. a counter, you order a sandwich and a drink, okay, then and then they like kind of a lot. Yeah. tell you when it's ready, and you go and grab it. Yeah. So that was like, oh, okay, yeah. Whereas in Krakow, our most expensive dinner for two was like thirty three dollars and ironically that was like one of the worst meals we had (laughs) all of like our favorite meals there were like came out at yeah like 22 bucks or something like that that's awesome yeah so that was always really fun that we were like yeah let's get an appetizer yeah sure let's split another side like whatever right it's an extra three dollars around yeah 
So that was, that was kind of fun. But then, yeah, rude awakening in Zerk. <laughs> <laughs> so that probably all evens out. Yeah, maybe. Ken, how was your birthday? So good. Ran a 5K in the morning. Woke Hell yeah. Up bright and early to go run a 5K. What time uh, are we talking? How early? Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's not that early. I usually sleep in. So it's it's like, it was like six. But, That's uh, early. you know, it was my birthday. I wanted to sleep in. But anyway... There was a 5K that got rescheduled to my birthday, and I was like, "All right, let's do it." We paid for it, um, and it was a, uh, it was a. Uh, I've done this before, but a uh, running through a corn maze 5K. Oh, fun! Uh, so n- near us, there's the world's largest corn maze, Richardson's Corn Maze, and apparently every year they host a 5K. They like rope off a route through that corn maze uh, that you follow, so you don't get lost. Uh, but it, yeah, did. Yeah, so you don't get lost. But yeah, did good. Uh, ran the whole time, which was really my goal. And I had barely trained before it because I'm so busy with other things. Yeah. Uh, so it worked out good. Um, we were treating this as like our prep for the turkey trot we do every year. Um, nice. And then uh, played some video games, watched some horror movies, and Hell then went yeah. out to dinner with my family. So Where'd you go? Good day. What'd you have? We went to Bob Chin's and okay. I got uh, crab carbonara. Ooh, fancy! Yeah, really good. Yeah. God, I'm so hungry. My <laughs> stomach is growling because <laughs> thinking about that, and also it's dinner time and I'm starving. But yeah, it's really good. What was the best thing you had uh, on your trip? That's a great question. We like seriously. I think we had like maybe one mediocre meal. We we were really lucking out with like hmm. food. The pierogies in Poland were obviously incredible. Uh, that's one of their like staples. Was it was the best thing like the bath water that got in your mouth uh, at that one place you're telling me about coffee? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before we started, so yeah, we went to two thermal baths in Budapest. One of them was disgusting, and the other was actually amazing. <laughs> I did one of those. Okay, so because you asked and brought it up, uh, they have not they had saunas, but not a sauna, but they have steam rooms which is basically a sauna, except it's like over 100% humidity in there. You can't see more than like two feet in front of you. Cool. So, and then they had these tiny uh, cold plunge pools. So twice I went into the steam room. The first time your body immediately is like in shock because you're like, it's so hot. You have to remind yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like my body is just immediately is like, get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> this this well, is like awful. breathing that in is is probably let it's, alone like a weird feeling. It right? is, yeah. Yeah, you're I was fully like open mouth breathing <laughs> to try yeah. to get like the most air inside my lungs. Uh, I think the first time I maybe lasted 30 seconds, and then the second time I knew what to expect and maybe a full minute. Like that's how it was it's so hot in there. Are you able like are you expected to be able to like breathe normally in there or is, is it I, like really like a, you can only spend a certain amount of time in here because you're not getting enough oxygen i think i think you can spend at least several minutes if not longer there there's people that yeah we're definitely okay. they're just like fully sitting in there hanging out hmm. but then so you get out of the steam room and immediately go into this cold plunge pool so you're you're shocking your system going from like super hot to freezing cold and nice. that I got out and in your heart rate immediately spikes. And I, I even said to Emily, I was like, it feels like I just ran a 5k. Cause like my body is like, ah. <laughs> and then 
And then I dipped back into a thermal bath. So, so I went from like super hot to super cold to like nice and warm. And then your body, your body gets all like tingly. It was after the first time, then the second time I knew what to expect. And then it just felt like good. But yeah, it was, it's quite a weird feeling, but highly recommend it. Yeah, I want to go to baths. There's, there's that air baths in Chicago somewhere yeah. that uh, I keep hearing about. Yeah, Emily's been, she went to that as part of her like, bachelorette party and really enjoyed it oh cool yeah so we might try to do that here as well is it because you didn't allow strippers so if you went to a place (laughs) where people were already stripped down is that how that worked you know i don't know because she went off and did her own thing i had like a combined (laughs) one where she she was there but you know who's to say okay well i've loved chatting with you but we gotta talk about tv shows and movies that's what people tune in for so you're really excited to talk to about some well (laughs) So, spoiler alert, we recorded most of the October episodes ahead of time, so I have now watched a ton of horror movies throughout the month of October, and I've picked my top two to talk about. uh, And by a ton, like literally 30, right? (laughs) Like 31 movies? Yeah. So, Meg and I try to do like 31 nights of horror for the whole month of October, but we never actually end up watching a horror movie a night, because that's just unrealistic, but... We watched a lot. We watched probably at least 20. Um, so it's been a lot. And you've watched one movie on a plane? Yep. So this will be interesting. <laughs> I watched one movie on a plane and the other one like a couple days when I got back. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, why don't you kick it off? What, what did you watch on the plane? Uh, so I watched this movie called The Wrong Guy. It was directed by David Steinberg, written by David Foley, David Anthony Higgins, and Jay Kogan. Oh, they allowed someone other than a David? Yes. The, <laughs> yeah. On the crew? That's Finally. Nice. Well, so the first David, Dave, he goes by Dave, really. It's Dave Foley. <laughs> Does that name sound familiar to you at all? Dave Hogan? Dave Foley. Dave Foley. Creator of the sound oh, effects? Oh, yes. I'm no. just kidding. Um, Dave Foley, is, he's not a DJ, is he? No. Now, Dave Foley, hold on. Hold on. I can get there. Dave How, Foley of the Dave Foley Five. No? I, I, don't, I don't think I know who it is. I kind of want to, like, can I just show you a picture or something like that without giving away? Let's, yeah, I just want to see like if you clue? even recognize him. Okay. I all would right. know him from the way he looks. I just want to see if this guy looks at all familiar to you. Is it Smeagol? <laughs> I mean, okay, I he's older in this picture. <laughs> No. No, I don't know who that is. Okay. He is a comedian. He's a yet okay. another um, very funny Canadian uh, from the seminal comedy group Kids in the Hall. Does that ring ah, a bell? Yeah, I've heard of that. Okay, you've heard of that. How about yes. News Radio? Do you remember that show? No. Okay. No, that was kind of is. more of our parents' show, I think. That was oh, when okay. we were pretty young. Anyway. That guy looks pretty old. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's old now. <laughs> yeah. So he he stars in it too. He he was one of the writers, but he's the main star of the movie. What year um, did this movie come out? Um, I did not write that down. Let's see. <laughs> you said it's uh, old it's pretty now. old. So it, uh, 1997. Okay, so this is an older movie. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So plot is after his Dave Foley's boss is murdered. Nelson, that's the character's name, is on the run for fear of prosecution. He hides out in a small town to avoid the police, which should be pretty easy because they know he didn't do it and they aren't looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, yeah. cool. 
He like he doesn't get a promotion, <laughs> and so he threatens his boss, and then he's the one to discover that his boss has been murdered. This uh, is not again mini review episode spoiler free. This all happens in the first like five minutes of the movie. This is the main plot of the movie. Okay. I'm not spoiling anything, but it's it's very funny. So they, they the cops That's know he did setup. not do it, but he is he is then like running around, just being paranoid. Yeah, exactly. Around. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's a comedy, uh, as if you didn't pick up on that. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. it. It does not have a tomatometer score because it only has oh. three reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, but it does have an eighty-four percent audience score. Wow. Okay, that's pretty yeah. good. I really enjoyed it. I think I'm pretty in line with the audience score. So for me, it's getting an eight out of ten. Wow. Okay. Nice. I got to check this out. It sounds hilarious. It's it's so it's such a like easy fun movie. Like the the whole movie is him running around thinking he's being chased by the cops. It's yeah, I recommend it. It's a it's just a, a lighthearted fun comedy. Nice. That's awesome. I almost want to just do my other one also because I feel okay. like you probably <laughs> have a lot to say about yours. Just knock it out, yeah. Okay, so then I actually saw you watch this movie as well. Oh, okay. No Hard Feelings. Yes, yeah, I saw it in theaters, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. So what were your thoughts? So this is, I, I guess, uh, a quick description. It's a very new movie, so I'm sure people have heard about it, but directed okay. by Gene Stupinski, written by him and John Phillips, starring Jennifer Lawrence and Andrew Barth Feldman. Andrew was on the George Lucas talk show. Long-time listeners know I've talked oh, about that a lot. He was very funny on nice. it. Nice. Yeah. My thoughts are full frontal nudity, yeah, what that was out of nowhere. <laughs> I did not know that going into it. Not me neither. But you know, nice surprise. <laughs> um, and also, I, I don't know if you had heard anything about going into it, but the trailer made it look hilarious. But I thought it was just okay. I I, I was expecting a lot more from it than it delivered, in my opinion. Yes, I I sort of feel the same. I did. I purposely pretty much don't watch trailers at all anymore. But I had because Andrew was on the George Lucas talk show. They were talking it up as like, "Hey, comedies are back. This is like one of the few actual just straight comedies in theaters," and they were all excited about it. And so I also had high hopes and was hearing good things. And then yeah, I think it like it started pretty good. And there, it was funny, and then kind of petered off in the the second half or so. Yeah, I I don't remember all the beats, um, but I definitely remember by the end me feeling like this is a almost kind of a bummer, and not no longer funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Trailer trailer was really funny, so you know, check that out, and then maybe if you want to see some nudity, tune in for that too. But I don't know, it, it's okay. Can you apparently, I, I don't, I did not realize this, but we basically said the same thing. Your letterbox review, I have it here. Oh, perfect. Read it. You gave it a three out of five stars. So like a six okay. out of 10. I yeah. like the first half better than the last. I expected wow. it to be funnier, but still decent. That's almost exactly what you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So critics gave it a 71%. Audience gave it an 87%. It's pretty high. Wow. I think... Uh, yeah, I'm sort of with you. Uh, for me, I'm giving this like a 6.4 out of 10. 6.4 out of 10. Okay. Well, that's, that's a lot higher than I gave it. You know, I didn't hate it. So three is, was kind of maybe a little harsh. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Three out of five comes out to a six. That's that's fine. 
Oh, three out of five. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Then yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. I felt like I needed to see it. Like it, it felt like a big movie at the time, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we went to see it in theaters. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was also like jet lagged and sick while I watched this, so maybe oh, also not like the best headspace. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What have you been watching, Ken? All right. Time for some stuff you're not going to care about, but let's see if I can try to convince you. But probably not, because man, I I picked two foreign language horror movies. So you know, subtitles and horror I know are just not going to get you. But yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of what I watched in October was like normal stuff, um, and I have a couple of um, just honorable mentions at the end that will probably appeal to more people than these two movies will. But if for some reason I have somehow amassed a cult following of people who want to learn about lesser known horror movies, especially of Spanish language origin, then, you know, here you go. So I'll I'll try to keep it somewhat brief, but the first movie is a movie I've had on my list for a while because it was the highest rated movie in 2020 on Letterboxd. Whoa. Even though it had not really been released to American audiences yet. I don't know. I think Someone may have screwed with the metrics initially, but it is a very good movie. And so I couldn't watch it anywhere. And finally, it's out now with with subtitles in English. Uh, So I checked it out. It's History of the Occult, 2020's History of the Occult. Uh, You can stream it on Screenbox if for some reason you have that. Uh, But more likely, you can rent it or, you know, get it otherwise. Directed by Christian Ponce. Don't know who that is. But uh, the quick synopsis is... During the last broadcast of 60 Minutes Before Midnight, that's the title, the most watched journalistic program on television, Adrian Marcado could expose a conspiracy and link the government to an obscure secret society. Which doesn't, I mean, that's kind of what happens, but you kind of like learn about what's actually going on in the world as you watch it. And for me to say more would unfortunately be spoilery, but... Yeah, there, there's weird stuff going on. It's the last broadcast of this popular show, and the crew who puts it on are watching it happen live and are trying to expose what's going on with reality, hmm. if, if that's kind of a, a hint at what's like how crazy it gets. It's not really gory or anything like that, but it's... Uh, it's not even really scary either. I'd say it's just like kind of mind bending. So anyway, I really liked it. It was really original and I don't know really want more to say about it, but it doesn't have any Rotten Tomatoes reviews. So. Uh, but it's highly ranked on uh, Letterboxd. So that's, that's it's it. also on Tubi. It's on Tubi? Oh yeah. If you want to watch it with commercials, you can check it out on Tubi. Wouldn't recommend that. I don't like Tubi. I don't, I don't like anything that makes you watch commercials, like especially for a movie. It's yeah, it kind of takes you out of it. Yeah. Uh, any questions or any other things you want to know about that? It sounds interesting, especially, yeah, you mentioning like figuring out with reality. That, that kind of piqued my interest. Yeah, things, things are, are happening that are below the surface that you learn about as the movie goes. Um, and that's kind of what this like last broadcast of this television program is trying to expose. And it kind of all culminates at midnight um, of, of uh, what's actually kind of going on with reality. That's, that's it. 
It's it's already kind of a spoiler, but I won't go further. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it, it is interesting. It, like it's it's not something you find very often. Um, that touches on those kind of weird topics. So. Yeah. All it's right. a writer director guy. He did both. He did both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even within like, I mean, I've, I listen to like a whole lot of horror podcasts. This one's not mentioned a lot. History of the occult. So I just want to put it out there because it's really good. It's yeah. Highly recommended. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about is a movie that just left theaters. So it was in theaters and is now on Shutter, or, you know, you can rent it or get it other ways. It's called When Evil Lurks, 2023's When Evil Lurks. It's directed by Damien Rugna, who also directed 2017's Terrified, which was the scariest thing I watched back wow. then. Uh, it's still one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, Terrified. Um, With such a simple title, too. Yeah, simple title. Uh, if you look that one up, the poster is pretty creepy, but... That's a really good movie. I'll just recommend Terrified. But uh, yeah, this is his new movie, When Evil Lurks. You just looked it up. Yep. <laughs> just looked at the poster. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's like a flayed man or something. I don't know exactly what it is, but yeah. it's, wow. it's creepy. I am terrified looking at that poster. There you go. But yeah, but History of the Cult was in Spanish. This movie's in Spanish as well. It just so happened that that's what I chose. Uh, the synopsis for this one is... In a remote village, two brothers find a demon-infected man just about to give birth to evil itself. They decide to get rid of the man, but merely succeed in helping him deliver the inferno. So, yeah, there this this also has like a real interesting like world-building plot like where demons are common basically in this world. Um and people become infected by demons. And you can't just kill them. There's like rules. You can't kill people who are infected by demons. You can't even exercise them. There's like special people who can have to do a specific ritual or something to kill the demon. But if you were to kill the demon yourself, it would infect you or infect things around you. And, and, or it could bring in like a demon into, into the world. It's, it's really crazy huh. and a wild movie. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed it. I watched it on uh, Halloween night. And it's gotten great reviews. It's uh, 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, it's supposed to be like one of the best horror movies of the year, but also going to be probably lesser known. I like a movie like that that has that lays out sort of the rules of the the world you're living in in the movie. Yeah. They at one point literally list the there's like seven rules or something that what to do when you're around someone who's infected by a demon. Yeah, um, and it, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I like that. Instead of yeah. just assuming it's like normal everyday life, it's like no, this is a thing. They exist. Right. Everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they said like early on in the movie, they say like, "Oh yeah, churches are no more because hell yeah, apparently nothing, nothing to do with God anymore. It's all just demons are around." I'll circle back to what my rating is for History of the Cult because I totally f- skipped that. But I gave When Evil Lurks four stars. Because it could have probably been scarier, but I thought it was really original and good. And I want there to be a sequel. Like, I feel there could be more done in this world. Because um, it's really unique and interesting. When Evil Lurks Again. That's right, When Evil Lurks Again. So I guess that would be, out of 10, 8 out of 10. And circling back to History of the Occult, loved this movie. Really cool. Really, really cool movie. 
Uh, I gave this four and a half stars, so nine out of ten for this. Woo. This is a really cool, cool, fun movie. Nice. Oh, Ken, speaking of movies, this do you do you recognize this shirt? The shirt I'm wearing? This is one of the Mandy shirts I got. Oh, cool. That's awesome. That's right, listeners. One of. I have two Mandy shirts. What's the other one? I feel like you you sent me a picture. I saw something of it. Um, it's it looks like I can only describe it as like metal band font. Okay. <laughs> like a lot of squiggles and like and it it's uh it's still it's also like a baseball tee, but it's uh red sleeves and a black shirt. Okay. I was gonna say that shirt needs to be more blood soaked, I feel yeah. like. Um Listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about, Mandy is one of the best Nicolas Cage movies out there. Go check it That's out. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Watch it at night. Turn up the volume. Yeah. Good movie. Did, how long ago? We did that, right? Oh, we it, did that. We did it with Danny. Yeah. Episode 69. Nice. <laughs> is it really? That's great. It is. Wow. It was that long ago, too? <laughs> it was that Jeez. long ago. 2018. Wow. We're old. I have a quick honorable mentions section, if if I may. Sure. Again, they're all horror movies, but really, really quick. Watch The Crow. Have you ever seen The Crow? Is that the movie where like the guy dies in real life yeah. because of a mishap? The, yeah. Yes. Main actor died filming it, but they still completed the movie, and he's in it. Really good movie, too. But yeah, made all that more creepy. I have not, not seen it. There's a, a Roswell Kid lyric about The Crow, but huh? that's my reference point. Okay. Uh, go check it out. Uh, this was mentioned on the podcast before, but the Scooby-Doo Project, oh, yeah. which is a spoof on the Blair Witch Project. I watched it. It's on YouTube. Really funny. Like, yeah. Awesome. Especially if you've seen the Blair Witch Project. It's it's quick. Yeah, I would highly recommend you check it out. Okay. I will definitely watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Would mean you you would like it. It looked, they really nailed the style for the like yes. three seconds I watched. Like, it's really good. It's like shot in the real world, but then they like, put in the cartoon characters somehow and it's awesome yeah and then one of the most fun things i did in october was meg and i went to the music box theater not for the music box of horrors but separately for a showing of the tingler uh which is a william castle older movie with vincent price <laughs> uh, black and white i'd never seen before meg had but this is one of those movies where they do like additional things in the theater. So it was presented, quote unquote, in percepto, which basically meant that they hired a bunch of actors to do like live acting stuff in the theater at certain moments during the movie. Wow. And at one point they had like a big, the tingler is like a, a weird monster thing. So that, that's not a spoiler, but they had like a big tingler on the ceiling and at one point it flew across the whole theater and uh, it was really cool and really funny. And that experience was amazing. Um, yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a cool, like one, once in a lifetime. Cause I'm sure they are never going to do that again, but that was, it was really awesome, but the movie was good too. So speaking of the music box, I did see uh, they are doing even more screenings of uh, the room. Tommy Wiseus, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but he's gonna be there for a couple of them. Nice. He's he's coming to pass for some. Yeah. If he's gonna be there, we should go. I think I want to say they're in November, and okay. the only thing is, I think they're at they're like 9 p.m. showings. 
I'm that's like, early. I'm surprised they're not midnight sales. Yeah, usually that's true. They are like midnight ones, but even 9 p.m., I'm like, oh, man, that's pretty late. Yeah, it's, it's rough. <laughs> but if he's going to be there, we got to yeah. go. We'll, we'll look into it. Yeah, that, that could be fun. I yeah. just, yeah, because I'm so fascinated to see him in real life. Like, I've seen interviews of him, little clips and like his acting and stuff, but like, what a character that guy is. I saw him recently in some jeans commercial back in the day. Well, like him, like being him, his weird ass self uh, in a jeans commercial, like trying to sell jeans. It was really weird. Look it up. To be or not to be? That is the question. The answer to be a street fashion. Be there for Levi's jeans. I was recently in a situation where where some it became apparent that somebody had not seen the room and it was very funny watching like eight people try to describe what the movie is to this one person. <laughs> and they would keep the person who hadn't seen it would keep being like Wait, so it's bad? And we're like, well, yeah, but like, no, <laughs> like it's, yes, it is bad, but that makes it good. <laughs> They're yeah, like, it's, what? It's the epitome of so bad it's good. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. What's the, um, I never watched it. What's that James Franco movie about the making of it? Oh, yeah. That one's pretty good, too. Yeah. I, I need to watch that. Yeah, you, you should. I forget what it's called. The Disaster Artist. That's it. Yeah, that's, yeah, you should watch that. Okay. That's got a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Almost as good as When Evil Lurks. <laughs> Almost. So must be a pretty good movie. <laughs> that's that's the new bar, huh? Apparently, yeah. Did you get a new oven yet? No. <laughs> yeah, I guess if people want to know where the kitchen's at, uh, all the cabinets are installed. We're getting appliances next week, although we're not installing the appliances. Um, we're just getting them delivered. And then next week, countertops are being measured. And then hopefully two to three weeks after that, everything can be in and usable. So it's coming together. It's really close. Like things are things are coming together. I'm excited. I've, I'm pretty sure we're going to be going to Apt tomorrow to okay. pick out a new oven for us. We are st- we are also still Sans oven, right? Because you had to bring that and other one back. Or yeah, did they mm-hmm. pick it up? Okay. Yeah, they picked it up. Yeah, luckily they they were super cool about everything. Okay, but that's yeah. Good. So we might finally. Well, if you want to stop by and see the progress, let us know. Yeah. We'll, we'll be here. Can I also don't want to get you sick? I'm very ill. Oh, sure. I, w- okay, well, I will be wearing a mask to apt because I don't want to infect people. It's just okay. a cold, but still, it's... no. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, Sorry, no. I'm very sick. <laughs> Were those, was that one sound effect or two? What, what are you talking about sound effect that's just my ill body <laughs> okay. releasing noises alright ah! we, be- we better wrap it up then <laughs> Jesus Christ excuse me CJ's dying CJ quick before you before you totally incapacitated where can people find us oh man you can find us on all the things at Overtalking Pod uh, give us some likes and follows over on TikTok uh, we've been posting <clears> some videos as of late and yeah follow us on, on literally all the platforms it's the same handle Overtalking Pod Email or text right. us at usacat1591. Call in like I did at the, the Overtalking Hotline. <laughs> Leave us uh, an email at overtalkpod at gmail.com. Uh, oh, no, they're here. The Overtalking Overlords have arrived. They are no longer festive, but they're here, and they're doing their part. To remind me to remind you, if you like the show, please go on Apple Podcasts and rate and review. 
reviews are what help people find this podcast. Also, if you leave a review and it's a glowing review, rate it five stars. That's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah, if you also, like us, why the four out of five stars? I was very confused. <laughs> it was very funny, but I'm also confused. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just confusing. Uh, also, we spend enough money in advertising uh, for the show. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We would really appreciate it. Thank you. Are, are you able to see and, what uh, people rate other things? <laughs> Can I find this person? What else they've been rating? To oh, see? I don't. I don't know. Actually, It'd be so fast. Maybe they just. You know, I like. I don't want to fault them for having, you know, standards and stuff like that. I mean, I, clearly, mm-hmm. we just didn't get over that that four out of five stars for them, but. I guess. I mean, I, I wish they would have told us what would have made it a five star for them. Yeah. But uh, oh well. So yeah, we we are currently sitting at a nice four point nine out of five stars God on Apple Podcasts. Damn it, guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. And as we always say, it is what it is. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, I gotta go. Christ. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ. Edited by CJ. This week, it was just the boys. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. 